0: Good morning. Merry Christmas. What is a good Christmas greeting, by the way? I'm not really exactly sure what that means, but ho, ho, ho. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. Hopefully, you had a great Christmas week, spending time with family, um, celebrating the birth of Jesus. And we're finishing our Christmas series this morning, and uh, it's entitled This Changes Everything. So far, Brian shared uh, over the last few weeks about how we need to be worshiping God, how we need to rebel against this culture of Christmas in America, the spending money, money, and then um, talking about receiving Jesus in your life. As we wrap up this Christmas season, I want to talk about the fact that babies change everything. This changed everything. So, babies change everything. First off, The baby that changed the most of all time was when, was when God came down to earth in the form of Jesus as a baby, and can you just wrap your mind around the fact that we're over two thousand years removed from this and we still pick a day to celebrate the birth of Jesus? That's pretty crazy that we still celebrate this birth. That's how huge it is, but also babies just in general change everything. Uh, For those of you who don't know much about me, I'm the family minister here at Connection. My wife and I had a beautiful baby girl um, this last April, and um, in case you haven't held her here at church, which is unlikely, because I feel like every time I see her, she's being held by someone different, Uh, but if you haven't held her, I want to try out an experiment here. I want to see if I can get you all to say the the same word, you know, make the same sound without me really saying anything, so go ahead. You got that for me? Yeah, picture for me. No picture. We don't have a picture. So thank you. You guys did great. You guys made the same sound. So this is Naomi. She's the smaller one. Um, the bigger one is Katie. She's my wonderful wife. And um, she uh, she's she's great. She's happy most of the time. She's not always happy, contrary to if you look at Facebook a you don't necessarily see all the crying. But we do put crying, sad pictures up there sometimes. Also, if you've worked in the nursery, you've been there when she wasn't very happy. Um, but uh, here's another picture. She's happy. Like this last Christmas, this is just a picture of me holding her. Um, she's just really happy a lot of the time. But she's also a goober. Like, look at this next one. We, have my, my family's from Metropolis, Illinois, the home of Superman. And so uh, we thought that'd be pretty funny when she's taking her tongue out there. We'll say she did that on purpose. But when Brian asked me to to sh- To share the word uh, for this this morning on the series called "This Changes Everything." It wasn't really hard for me to come up with a personal example about something that's happened in my life that changes that changed a lot. And that's and that's babies. Now, when Katie and I had Naomi, that's her one her Naomi Grace. Uh, I'd say we were pretty well prepared. And some of you are laughing, like, "Yeah, you can't be prepared enough to have a baby." But that that's true. But first off, it took us a couple years to to finally have her. So we didn't want to take this parenting thing for granted. So uh, we, under, we understood that also Katie is an early childhood major. So she's like a, she was a preschool teacher, knows a lot about kids. I've worked with kids here at church. We've babysat. We have a bunch of nephews and nieces we've babysat. So I'd say for the most part we were pretty well prepared uh, for a baby. But even amongst all of that preparation, all of that time, there were still things we were not ready for because babies change everything they change your schedule see before children you're like hey you want to watch a movie sure we're not doing anything let's sit down and watch a movie not that easy anymore uh to really be able to focus on what's going on if you can even watch a movie or or uh maybe you want to you want to go to a friend's house and your friend's like hey you guys should come over we're like oh okay well then first you gotta go all right wait a minute is, are we going to be over there past Naomi's bedtime? Because if we are, then we need to make sure we bring the pack and play. And then we got to make sure that we, uh, we have our PJs. And we also got to make sure that we got enough diapers and wipes. We got all this stuff. And, and oh, we can't forget the music box that she, that she listens to every night when she goes to sleep. And then by like an hour later, we call our friends up. We're like, hey, can you just come over here? Or maybe we just won't go at all. It's because there's just so much to do. There's so much going on. For us, a baby changed Katie, my wife's career. She was a teacher, and now she's a stay-at-home mom and and gets to enjoy Naomi's presence all the time, which is usually a good thing, but again, sometimes not always the best. But she gets to also watch kids during the day as an in-home daycare, which she absolutely loves. It's actually like her dream job. But I think one of the biggest changes a baby brings, one of the biggest changes, especially when you have your first child, is that a baby changes how you love. Being a parent brings a totally different side to love that you did not know before. You you literally have someone in your life that depends on you for everything. They cannot get through the day without you. And And getting to look in their eyes as they smile back at you, or I remember getting to calm my daughter down for the first time. She was just a few days old, and... Usually, Katie was the one to calm her down because she's the food source, so that makes things really easy, but I remember I was thinking, I'm going to try to do this, and it was just very rewarding getting to see her calm down um, while I was holding her, and, and getting to see them roll over and sit up and crawl, the smallest things that are, like, not even a big deal, but when a baby does it for the first time, it's so amazing getting to see that, And and... Being called mom or dad for the first time, that hasn't happened yet, but she's starting to make those sounds, and just hearing the sounds are so are so cool. Being a parent helps you truly understand the love that our Father, God, has for us, his children. It reminds me of this passage. Uh, it's from 1 John chapter 4. If you have your Bibles with you, you can uh, find 1 John. It's near the end of the Bible. Uh, if you need to look at the table of contents, that's in the front to show you where 1 John is. Also, if you have a smartphone, you can follow along um, through the Bible app. <coughs> also, we have our worship folders you can follow along through. But here's what 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 8 says. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. So here's the first blank you can fill in there is that God created us with the capacity to love because God is love. Notice how it doesn't say that God has love. It's something that is, is something that he has. It says that he is love. God is love. So when God created us in his image, he created us with the capacity to love. To understand what that is, he put a part of him love in into us. And I believe he did that so we could fully underst- understand the sacrifice that he ended up doing for us. I mentioned earlier how when you have a child, you see a different side of love. Well, well, God the Father has his son, Jesus. That, that's who we specifically celebrate during this time of the year. And he had his son, Jesus, who came to earth in an absolutely amazing feat where you had the creator step into creation. And an amazing thing that happened there, and Paul writes in Philippians 2 that it's, it's just this amazing mystery that how God was able to do that, how to put aside his right to be God so he could come into the world. But God gave us the capacity to love because he truly wanted us to understand just how amazing of a sacrifice it was when he gave up his one and only son, and that's this next part of 1 John. We're going to keep reading through here. For verse 9 says, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This passage right here reminds us that God gave up his one and only son. Now, I feel like we gloss over that idea sometimes. I don't know if you do. I know that I do. That, that God would actually give up his only son. As a parent with an only child right now, I can't imagine just how hard of a sacrifice this was. But if you take a moment and really take in the concept, it's really powerful and amazing. If you take time and you read closely uh, what John writes, probably the most popular verse of all time, even people that have never read the Bible or even stepped foot in a church would probably be familiar with the, the verse John three They've at least heard that phrase before, John 3, 16. And actually, I want us to stop on the screen. I want us to read this together, and I want you to really focus on the words I was reading So let's read this together. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. How many times have you heard that verse in your life? I can say, for me, even at the the young age of 26. um, I'm old on the inside. I got bad joints and bones. But I'm 26 years old. Um, I could say I've probably heard this verse a thousand times, maybe more, in my life already. And I love Dave Ramsey. If you're not familiar with Dave Ramsey, he's a uh, financial guru. He really helps you get out of debt. He's got this class called Financial Peace University that I strongly recommend anyone go through. But... um, Towards the end of this series, Financial Peace University, Dave Ramsey's talking about giving. And he's talking about how we should eventually be saving, we should be saving, but we should also be giving our money. But he was talking about giving, and he was talking about this verse, John 3.16, and how he looked at it differently. He was reading John 3.16 with his son sitting on his lap. And as he was reading this, it really struck home to him How powerful it is that God would give up his one and only son. And he says that the reason that we as people are to give is because God is a giver. He gave his one and only son. And when he created us in his image, he created us as givers as well. But yes, as his son was sitting there, he started crying. And his son was like, Dad, you've heard this verse, you know, how many times? but he truly understand and was able to grasp the concept that God would give up his one and only son and that he loves me because that's how much he loves me. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves everyone in this room, everyone listening online, everyone in the world. He loves so much that he would give up his one and only son. I've heard stories of people who went overseas into countries where they were translating the Bible into a language that did not have the Bible. So they're hearing Jesus for the first time. And when they get to this part, this concept that, that God would give his only son, when they're learning about the God coming to earth and, and Jesus dying on the cross, they, there are some people that have actually started weeping, started crying, understanding just how beautiful this is and how much they feel loved because God would do that for them. Max Lucado puts it this way. That will be up on the screen. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any more than he already does. And there's nothing you can do to make him love you any less than he already does. God already loves all of us to the fullest extent. Anyone or anything can love anyone or anything. So what do we do with this love? We have been loved so much that we would have a God who would give up his only son for us. We have a love that cannot be matched. Well, for all those the parents in the room that were at our family experience that we do once a month for our elementary kids, you kind of know what, what we do. It's this next verse. It's what we call the cause and effect moment. It's the cause and effect moment. Loving other people is the effect of a greater cause. Now, if you think about the scientific principle of cause and effect, you know, Think about that. When you drop a Mentos into a Diet Coke, what happens? It explodes up. You got the cause, you got the Mentos, you got the effect of when you drop it in. It explodes up. Well, this this verse that we're getting ready to read as we continue through 1 John chapter 4 here is the cause and effect moment. It starts in verse 11 where it says, Dear friends, since God so loved us, cause we also ought to love one another. Effect, cause, and effect. It's cause that God loves us, and effect that we love other people. When we truly understand just how much God loves us, that he would give up his only son for us, it should make us love other people. As the next point says, is God's love should compel us to love one another. It's the natural the natural reaction to being loved so much is sharing that love with other people. It should make us love other people, compel us to love. As we finish out this verse here, in verse 12, it says, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. When we love other people, we point others to God. There there are many people out in the world that want nothing to do with God. Just for various reasons, they were hurt by someone or something, maybe they were lied to, maybe they feel, you know, like they they just they can't understand him fully and so they want nothing to do with God. Maybe uh there and then there are many people that will eventually come around to God or maybe they come back to God. And what happens is they usually there are many things that can happen. They can learn something from scripture that they didn't know before. Like, oh, okay, I understand that, okay. Or maybe they're told an amazing story and it makes them, makes them want to go all in with God. But the thing that usually brings people back or first into a relationship with God is love. They're loved by someone and they see God in that love. They may know nothing about the Bible, They may know really nothing about about God, but they see love, and they can be pointed to God in that way. Think about the amazing responsibility it is in us, that it says that God's love is made complete through us. It's made complete in us. That God's love isn't complete until we are loving other people with that love we've been given. I've been to Oklahoma for a week-long mission camp with the high schoolers. I think I've been like seven or eight years. Camp called Camp Genesis. Great camp. I love it. Been going for, like I said, for many years. And you interact with many people from different walks of life at Camp Genesis. Uh, Most of those people are homeless in the inner city. And many feel like they just don't have any hope at all. Many people you interact with don't feel like they have any hope. But It's amazing at this camp when you see these teenagers that aren't there for community service, that aren't there because they have to be there. They're there because they want to be there, showing love to these people, giving value to people, serving these people, talking with them, eating with them. It changes people. I've seen lives changed in these people and in the teenagers that have poured out love on these people. And why is that? I think it's because they realize how much they've been loved. So they love others. Even though some of these people know nothing about Scripture, they have no concept of of the Bible, they don't go to church, they're pointed to God because of love. Let me put it to you this way. When you tell someone about God, maybe a cool scientific discovery, maybe something proves the Bible, it's really cool because... It's like, oh, wow, it makes it real. Something happened, they found, that proves what the, what the Bible says. And, and we can say, oh, right, I can see that. That's really cool. It makes it more real. Someone could just say, oh, that's great. And someone else could say, whatever, it's just coincidence. Or, you know, I, it doesn't, that really doesn't affect me. But when you show love to someone, maybe for seemingly no reason, and you tell them the reason is because God loves you, there's no refuting that. You can't have someone that says, "Oh, whatever, I don't believe that." You say, "Hey, I'm just loving you, loving other people because of God loving me." When we love other people, we point others to God. So as you leave here this morning, as you leave here today and and we're winding down the craziness of the Christmas season. I feel like it went really fast, but maybe it's because now with a child, you know, changes everything. Everything seems like it just speeds up time. And you're starting to think about New Year's resolutions. Starting to think about, "Oh, I got the new year, I want to do a New Year's resolution." I have I have two questions for you. First, do you understand just how much God loves you? Do you understand the capacity that love the, of love that has been shown to you by God? Lord, do, do we sometimes just read this these verses and, and we kinda, we've, we've learned them our whole lives or we've learned them here at church and maybe we kind of just get past the fact that God loves us. The creator of the universe loves you. He gave up his one and only son for you. Second question is, how are you going to respond to this love? You've been shown a love beyond anything you could possibly imagine. Anything. How are you going to show that love to others? Is there someone in your life that needs extra love? Maybe this time of year is really tough and you need to show them love. How can you show love to that person? Think about the fact that you could bring someone